Should we talk about the news? We should talk about the news. Okay, so we, we have, have a full M- rundown for this episode. Yes, we, uh, for starting with the fact that we have an NBA Finals. Um, I trust this is going to drop before Game Five, right? Yes, this is dropping Friday in the morning. Yes. Okay. Are you? Do you want to make a pick for Game Five, real quick? Oh wow! I get to be part of picks. Um, yeah, if pick. Chris Paul's really as hurt as he appears to be, I think the series is actually over. I think this, uh, I think uh, the Bucks are going to win the NBA Finals. Oh wow! Uh, breaking, literally breaking news. Woj just reported that. Uh, how about this? Um, oh wow! They're, they're, yeah, they're working to replace Bradley Beal on the Olympic roster. Probably not with Julius Randle because they play slightly different positions. But that's interesting. Did you see Ian's retweet that was also in in there? In the because I know you have him as your alert. The mellow thing. Yeah, aren't you excited, John? What Carmelo is this? Anthony, Carmelo Anthony's writing a memoir. Oh come on. Yeah. Aren't you excited? Carmelo Anthony's memoir? Yeah, we can have you, him on the pod. What? Do me a favor and uh, just go ahead and send me the pre-order link for that. And <laughs> you're I'll welcome. Get right on that. <laughs> um, so you're, uh, I'll make a pick for game five. Go ahead. I think, I think, the, um, I think the Suns somehow are going to win. And, I've, and I say this as someone who has written columns that I get paid American dollars to write, and I picked the Bucks not once, not twice, not three times, but all four games, uh-huh. two and two, for this for the series so far. I'm I'm switching it up. I think somehow the the Suns are going to win and, and cover in Game Five. I just the Suns got the the perfect game from Devin Booker last yeah. night, and in like that third quarter, I thought we were witnessing like a moment, like a Finals moment. And it didn't matter. They didn't have enough. Like, maybe if your argument is that they'll have a favorable whistle in game five, like the Bucks had last. Well, even if they, even if you want to say the Bucks had a more favorable whistle, they, Devin Booker still committed like I, nine I was fouls about, last night and still didn't foul out. Well, fouled out the, at the very end. The foul stuff evened out. The stuff that worries me. And again, I'm probably the millionth person to observe this. Like, they won a game by. They won by six points, right? So they won. Yes. It was, they won by two possessions in a game that they were. They had a seventeen to five offensive rebounding margin, and then a seventeen to five turnover margin in the in the correct way. Not to mention the fast break margin. As Zach Lowe was just talking about, this was huge for for like every little thing that could have gone their way went their way. Um, not I, through their own effort, but I just like I keep waiting for this team. To just make shots on a more consistent basis. And I know everybody's like, Chris Middleton, 40 points, game of his life. Okay. Took him 33 shots to get 40 points. Right. It's not nothing, you know? Drew Holiday can't buy a fucking basket save his life. That's that's the, the, the scary part. Is Holiday was supposed to be the upgrade over Bledsoe. He has been defensively. Oh, though, he's been massive and he's made defensively. Life, he's made life hell for Chris Paul. And maybe that's enough. Which is why I'm the bigger takeaway from game four is Chris Paul going four of 12 and something we've never seen from him and being careless with the ball. And I'm wondering, is he hurt? Did he break? Did he actually tear ligaments in his hand? And we're going to find this out after the series. And then, you know, we'll look back on this series when the Bucks went four in a row after Chris Paul got hurt in game three. And that's the context of why he never won a finals. I could see it. Um, I, sh- I surely I could see the Bucks win. I mean, hey, who picked Bucks in six? I was going to say you picked Bucks in six. You know, so I'm going against my own pick here. I just um, the Bucks have been really not very good on the road in the playoffs. The whole uh, they they beefed up their road um, net rating through 
the games three and four, I think, in, in Miami. Mm-hmm. And since then, they've been an absolutely atrocious team on the road in these playoffs. Um, not that the Suns have been like world beaters at home. They haven't. But the but the the Bucks have been world beaters at home. And yet, game four was damn close, as we just talked about. So, I I don't know. I think Devin Booker's maybe got a little bit more in him. Um, maybe we get a McCall game. Maybe we get an eight game. Felix, like we haven't really had an eight games since game one. Well, let's say since game one. Yeah. What I'll counterpoint with is this, and this, this, you're you're much more analytical with this. I think you're actually right in the point you made. I'm gonna go full like the universe is at work here. The Bucks have benefited <laughs> from an injury in every series since the Miami series. You could even say that the my whole Miami. Heat season was affected by injury because of what they had to yeah, deal no. with being the, That's fine. the team with the shortest layoff. But obviously they got a big injury in, in Brooklyn, two big injuries against Brooklyn, and it helped them win one road game that they needed to. Obviously, they got a big injury in the Hawks series, and it helped them win game three and then game six. Well, they also that they didn't, needed have, to. They didn't have to face... Um DeAndre Hunter the entire series. Exactly. Who, and I know I know the Hawks beat the Sixers without Hunter either, but I think we're we learned the Sixers were a pretty flawed team. Anyway. I'm uh, I'm wondering if Chris Paul getting hurt is enough. And this is gonna now give the the I, Bucks this the one road win that they need, and then they can close it out and six at home. I, I picked the Bucks ahead of the series for two reasons. One, I'm a firm believer that nine times out of ten, the best player in the series wins, and I Believe that Giannis Ante- I believe that Giannis Antetokounmpo was the best player in the city- series before the series. I still believe it now. Um, and two, I just, I don't know. Karma's a bitch. And there's something about Chris Paul karmically that like a lot of people were like, this is the year it finally happens. No, I'm not saying he deserves it. Uh, I'm just saying, say, like, so- what did Chris Paul do that he needs to lose the final? <laughs> no, but like, like Barkley, like Barkley, just something about Barkley. He was never meant to win. And I just, I wonder if, if Paul was just never. And there was such. There was such celebration that he made it that it was it was a celebration like you'd see of a player winning the finals. So I think we should I think we should ask two questions. The first one being, I think this being a Knicks podcast, how did how does this series affect the Knicks? And that that's what we'll do with our that's what we'll do with the news from now on is anytime there's a headline, we'll react to it. And then just to make sure it's Knicks centric. This is how it affects the Knicks. And the only real effect I could think of is, I mean, anybody that was on the give Chris Paul the bag wagon, seeing him break down in a fourth playoff round and what a team with a limited Chris Paul looks like. Imagine giving him a a four-year, I guess they can only give him a three-year contract. And then, you know, at 38 years old, he's breaking down in the first round, you know, with the Knicks. See, um... See, see, my friend, it's nothing wrong with checkers. Checkers are great. Oh, you're Over playing in the chess. Macri household. We, okay. we play, we play 4D chess. Um, this is the furthest that Devin Booker is ever going to get the Suns. Suns will lose in the finals. They will have a disappointing year next year. Um, and it will be the beginning of the end. And within two years, we're going to be, or within a year and a half, we're going to be like, well, I did everything I could here. It's time for me to move on. Um, somewhere Chris Persianen, I think, is smiling. I was about to say, there's a teenager on staff at Nick's Film School that is very happy that that is your path. So you're saying that Devin Booker will have made it as far as he could with the Western Conference yeah, team. Uh, 
that had like he played alongside a Hall of Fame point guard, and then he he obviously decided it was. You're saying this, as far as affecting um, the Knicks, yes. could eventually lead to him forcing his way out of Phoenix to um, the Knicks. Yes, I'm saying so. Like again, what who, what Carmelo Anthony did. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Well, except literally, only, yeah, only made the it conference to the finals, but the you know, finals. Hall but of I, Fame point guard and everything. Yes. Um, Billups is not in yet. Almost. Um, I'm projecting if he'll if, get he'll get it. Um, no, I. Yeah, next year, Booker will make All-NBA. I bet you he'll finish top five or six in the MVP voting, maybe even higher. I bet you the Suns will be, have a worse seed, and I bet you they won't even make it. I mean, I don't know. I, you could tell me they won't make it out of the first round. You could tell me they lose in the second round, whatever. Um, and that's when we'll start to hear, um, you know. I also, I, I'm sorry, I've never been. I know some people are all about the DeAndre Ayton hype train. I'm just not. It's not there yet. It depends how high the the hype is. I've heard uh, you mentioned Zach Lowe, Simmons and Rosillo when they've done their pyramids, their top forties. We'll, we'll get Simmons to that. had him in the top forty, and I was just like, I had him in the top twenty. Is that he moved Aiton into the top twenty because of his performance in these playoffs? And I just, I think a guy he is Rudy Gobert, but a step below, and just has a better point guard. Is what I'm well, saying. I think he's more offensively gifted than than Rudy Gobert, but I think what it, it's the same principle though. You're not calling a play for DeAndre Ayton. Yeah, well, yes, exactly. And I think there is something we're going to look at this in whatever it is a year or two, and be like, wait a minute, DeAndre Ayton's getting paid roughly the same amount as um, pick your you know Nikola Jokic or like whatever within several million dollars. Like what? What? Uh, Joel Embiid? Like if he's still upright? Um, yeah. Um, which to affect the again how it affects the Knicks if Aiden's getting paid that much what does that do to the market for Mitchell Robinson? Oh, that's an interesting one. Um, yeah, I don't know what I'm. This is my tap out topic. I'm oh, tapping out. I'm ta- <laughs> okay. no, I'm tapping out on the entire Knicks. Other than I think Noel is gone, which I shared as much yesterday. It, you know, when there's already rumors about where he might go. Um, I have no idea what they're thinking is with Mitch. I have no idea what Mitch's thinking is in terms of like, you could tell me and maybe someone has told me that they like are already thinking about like, do we want to make, do we want to have Mitch be a part of, you know, or like, I just, nothing would surprise me. Okay. Cause there's just, he's just such a wild card. <laughs> so like, I have no, I have no idea what his market is. The only other question i have as far as the finals then we can move on is the notion that this is one of the worst nba finals and how because lebron's not in it because kd's not in it because steph's not in it and it's a brand new cast of characters that a lot of people aren't tuning in that it's phoenix versus milwaukee it's not one of the the bigger two two of the bigger markets even though phoenix is the fourth biggest city in the country um i i just personally so if i can equate this to baseball for most of our lives, the Yankees were one of the top two teams, it felt like, that was always going to be close to the World Series. And then if sure. they didn't make it, then Boston started making it. And then in in 2000, I think it was 2011, we got Texas against uh, St. St. Louis. So oh, Tampa okay. oh, in the, made in it. The fi- in the World Series, yeah. Right. So Tampa against Philadelphia, that had the chance to be like a pretty bad World Series if it wasn't Philadelphia. But you still got like the, the team in the Yankees division made the World Series, you know? Yeah. So there was at least also the East Coast Phillies True. appeal. 
the Rangers against the Cardinals, everybody leading up to that as a baseball fan was like, there's nobody's going to watch. This. this is the worst World Series ever. John, it's one of the best World Series that's ever been played. Every game was close. There was three ninth inning comebacks. I was about and to say, I remember why. That's, that might be the last World Series that I was like glued to my TV. So that's the game six where the Rangers were two outs away. were one out away from winning the World Series up oh, by two runs. Yeah. And then David Freeze hits a double. Oh, David Freeze! Hits a triple to tie it. Then that's right. oh, Hamilton man. homers in the top of the 10th <laughs> yeah. to go up two runs again. And yeah. then the Cardinals come back again scoring two that's runs. Right. Then in the 11th, Freeze hits a walk-off to win it 10-9, um, and then the Cardinals win it. So, like, what the way I'm equating that to this is every baseball fan that was like, this is for me. Like, it may not be for the national conversation, and, like, maybe nationally it'll have low ratings, but this is for me. And I'm equating this finals to that, and that maybe nationally the ratings might be down and the interest because of the stars, there's not the same names that you're used to. I think if you're a basketball fan, like this is for us. Like we're watching Devin Booker take a step. We're watching Chris Paul try to win a title. We're watching Giannis kind of figure out the type of dominance he can, you know, really well, what's what I'm thinking of? Really? No, he's he's changing his name. Imply on anybody if he wanted to. It's this isn't like we're watching a bunch of scrubs. You're watching a arguably a top five point guard of all time go after his first title versus one of the oh god off the top of my head nine ten guys who's won two MVPs in the league. Maybe maybe I'm forgetting someone. Else. But it's like it's a, it's a short list. Um, go after his first title. Like this is like we're gonna look. Uh, the fact remains that we're gonna look back on Giannis and be like, oh yeah, that guy's that dude's one of the best fifteen players ever. Like it's at, at, not right now, but it will happen eventually. It's like the, his career is tracking to, towards that. Yeah. Um. So from that perspective, I think that the talent is there, and Booker too. We're gonna look back at you know Booker. This is like the beginning for Booker. Um. And the worst finals that we've ever seen involved the maybe the greatest player of all time, the LeBron Spurs, the first Cav final. I was going to say, worst finals via ratings is yeah, that, the 07 finals, yeah. I mean, that was a tr- but the, nobody watched for a reason. That was a shitty finals, you know? But you still had the appeal of LeBron, you know? I would actually argue the year before, the two years before was a Spurs, worst final. Spurs Pistons. That was yeah. a, and that was a seven-game series. Game seven was 81-74. Yeah. It, was, it was, you know, I mean... I, Unless you were a fan of one of those teams, I don't know how appealing that was. Anyway, um, so yeah, I'm not here for those takes. Those are stupid takes.